Hey there, friends. It's Nick. Okay, so podcast three in a series of five about crafting stories that spread. Yesterday, we dealt with attention. Today, I want to switch to smoothness. Now, it's possible that this isn't the best word for this thing, but there's after you've got someone's attention, after you've got that moment, that kind of spark, the question is whether the content that you or the idea that you are selling, I'm using air quotes that you can't see, whether that thing can go down smooth. And of course, a lot depends on the fit between your message and your audience. And as we said yesterday, there's so many examples of where different companies, different businesses or people use attention grabbing strategies, but they've got nothing to back it up. And I'm not really talking here about the, the particular content of the message, but when I speak about smoothness, I'm really saying how easy is it for that message to get imbibed? So there are a few things to talk about. One of the, I was going to say that one of the simplest ones, but the first one is actually simplicity. How simple is this message of yours? How clear, how concrete to use the word that Chip and Dan Heath used in their book, Made to Stick. When things are simple, when we're only asking for one particular thing, it can really it can make a difference rather than lots of different things going on. We're asking, we're asking them to understand one thing or at least one thing at a time. In the UK, whatever you think of the politics of it, the leave movement, the Brexit side of the argument in the UK continually leverage these simple, powerful statements really to devastating effect. Take back control. Leave means leave and get Brexit done are just three examples of this kind of really simple, really straightforward, really clear, concrete messaging. So is your idea, is the way you're articulating your idea, is it simple? Another thing relates to, I call it, I say, is it tribal? Is your message tribal? Is there a built-in natural audience for this particular thing? And again, it's easy to talk about political kind of things where there's often the case that there's a shared enemy, that can often be something that gets people involved, but to take a less obvious example, there's a couple of guys called The Minimalists. If you can find them at theminimalists.com and they tap into really a deep frustration that a lot of people are feeling in the 21st century about all of the stuff in their lives and all of the stuff that gets glommed onto the stuff and all of the things you have to do to look after the stuff that's glommed onto the stuff. And The Minimalists have been really successful. They've made a couple of documentaries. They've got a very successful podcast, written books, great website. And it's because really there is a kind of a, a built-in natural audience for their message in the same way that there's, there's built-in audiences for certain types of movies or books or anything that you can think of anything like that. But is there a, is there a kind of a built-in home tribe for the message that you're sending? And very often that's that's powerful, particularly if you can, like we talked about yesterday, if you can connect your message to something that they care about right now, something that's current and related to that, it's so hard to stay out of politics here, but the, does your message, if you want it to be smooth, does it confirm the thing that someone already believes or they want to believe, or they want to be true because we're programmed to prefer things that we already agree with. You know, this is, we've talked about it before. It's the confirmation bias. If your message happens to back up, happens to prove to me that I'm right, 
in, in what I already believe, then I'm much more likely to, to want to read that. And, and again, we see this in the kind of the siloing of news. So you get papers that might be uh, newspapers I'm talking about, or websites or TV channels that might veer more to a, a right-wing audience or a left-wing audience or a particular demographic or group. If it confirms, if your message confirms what people already want to believe or believe, it's more likely to go down smoothly. The next thing is, and a more unusual one, I would say it's, it's say it better. Does your message or your idea or your articulation, does it say something in a better way that, I tell you what, I'm going to start that again. <laughs> the next one is slightly more unusual. And it's say it better. Does your idea or your message articulate something that people already understand and already feel, but articulate it in, way, in, it in a way that is... The next one's a little more unusual, and I call it say it better. And what I mean by that is, does your idea or your message articulate something that people are already feeling? They already feel it somewhere, but they've got no name for it. They've got no description for it. I'll give you a simple example. My daughter's studying creative writing and last year she came home and she talked about plot armor and plot armor is that kind of, well, I mean, I use Star Trek because I'm old, but yeah, when Kirk and Spock beam down to the alien world, they have plot armor because we know they are central to the show, central to the plot. Whereas all the kind of the hapless ends and extras who you've never seen before, well, you know that they're toast, they're going to be sacrificed. They don't have plot armor. We have I don't know whatever the opposite of, of that is, but there's an idea where someone, and I don't know who it was, coined this term plot armor to define something that I understand and I feel there are how many shows, how many books, how many movies do we see where really those characters, the main characters would be dead, but they've got plot armor, right? We all understand what that is. And it's, it's said, it, it's saying the thing that I understand it's saying it better. It's giving me a way to not only talk about it to you, but to spread it to other people. The next one is credibility. Credible. Does it look credible? Does your message, your idea look credible? Is it backed up by, by science? Is it from a strong source? A good example at totally at random might be, for example, when someone like Seth Godin compliments your work, that is a good credibility look. Next one is close to my heart. If we want things to go down easy, is it wrapped in a story? Is it a narrative? Are there heroes and villains? Is there kind of tension? And I'm showing my age again here, but something that was wrapped in a story in the 1980s, where there was a, an incredibly popular series of commercials for the Renault Clio starring a young, beautiful French girl and her older, good looking dad. They're both trying to keep it secret. It's an ad that that lasts maybe 40 seconds or something like that, but, and it only has four words actually of script. And it became this, this sort of storytelling sequence that went on for, for years. And, you know, so it, it, if your message can be wrapped in a story, which really is the foundation of stories mean business, right? It's much more likely to go down easy because we can use all of the tools and techniques of storytelling to speak to our audience in a way that they are designed by evolution to, to want to get into. Okay. And then the last one for this podcast, well, I've called it rhyming and timing, but it's really about, it's about the kind of the rhythm of the language. You know, if we go back up a little bit to, um, those, those simple statements I quoted from the Brexit camp, you know, take back control, 
take back control has got a rhythm. It's got a rhythm, uh, leave means leave, get Brexit done. These, these are simple and that gives them a kind of a boop, 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 kind of a real sort of Anglo-Saxon kind of simplicity. But likewise, we know this from jingles and things, right? If, if you can rhyme, it gets stickier. And just to take an example that, that I just pulled off the web today, the tagline for Apple's new 2022 iPad Air is light, bright, full of might. Light, bright, full of might. And that's got both, right? That's got a rhythm and a rhyme in it. Light, bright, full of might. And it, they just help make the, the thing slightly smoother, slightly more fluent and slightly stickier. Okay, so just to confirm those again, we've got simplicity. Is it tribal? Does it confirm what people already believe? Does it say it better? Is it credible? Is it wrapped in a story? And does it have rhyming and or timing? All of those things can really make a difference to how smoothly the message goes down. You can find that list at storiesmeanbusiness.com forward slash viral. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the four things that I think make a difference to somebody actually taking action, actually doing something with your message. And again, it's in this case, it's nothing to do with a particular message. It's just about, can I look at these four things and kind of twist things to make them slightly better, slightly more emphasized, or as we'll see tomorrow, slightly easier. Anyway, thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. Bye now.